0: A winning night from Birmingham, Alabama as the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp storm past the Barons late by a final score in 10 innings of Jacksonville 7 and Birmingham 6. Welcome back, everyone, to Regents Field. Roger Hoover ready to take a look back at this ballgame with highlights and highlights aplenty in this contest. But for the Jumbo Shrimp, First of all, they had to wonder when was this game going to start? We had heavy rains come in just as the pitchers started to warm up and get ready for the ball game. And we were delayed at the beginning by 54 minutes due to rain on this Wednesday night. But once this game did get going... Blake Battenfield, starting pitcher for the Barons, turned in a 1-2-3, top of the first, and then against Daniel Castano in the bottom of the first, the Barons got busy. Luis Gonzalez led off the inning with a single. He stole second. And even after Castano got the next two outs, next to the plate was Damek Tomshay, and he would give the Barons their first, but not their last, lead of the night. 1-0. Fastball swung on in line, down the left field line. That's a fair ball. This rolls all the way to the left field corner for a base hit. Gonzalez scores. It's an RBI double by Damick Tomshay that puts the Barons in front, 1-0 bottom of the first. So 1-0 at that point, and the next batter to the blade, Zach Remillard, collected an RBI single. That made it a 2-0 score, two runs on four hits, and it was just big that getting out of that jam was Daniel Castano. Otherwise, that could have really spiraled out of control quickly and in the top of the second inning Jumbo Shrimp thought they were on the comeback trail already Joe Dunan led off the inning with a double got third on a single by Stone Garrett Riley Mayhan next to the plate hit into a 4-6-3 double play and Mayhan at first glance from up here looked like he was safe at first base obviously didn't get a replay from the Barons to double check that but the Jumbo Shrimp certainly thought that Mayhan was safe Jose Ceballos argued Riley Mayhan double argued as well and then it coming over from third base manager of the ball club Kevin Randall he argued quickly the first base umpire and the crew chief of the staff Matt Bates who quickly Threw him out of the game first time in 128 games this season that Jacksonville's first-year manager here, Kevin Randall, has been ejected. So Sean Barry had to take over the rest of the way and kind of had to deal with a tough situation off the bat. In the bottom of the second, the Barons would load the bases and with two outs, Damek Tomshaw drew a bases-loaded walk to make it a 3 nothing Barons lead. But Jacksonville started to chip away. Adrian Nieto singled with one out in the bottom of the third and then he was out when Victor Victor Mesa would reach on a fielder's choice on what could have been a double play ball if anybody but Victor Victor had been running up the first baseline. It was a good thing he was at first because next to the plate was Jazz Chisholm, and this would start a pretty special night for Jazz at the plate. Righty on lefty pitch. Curveball is swung on and hammered. High, deep in the air to right field. Well back is Booker. On to the warning track. Cannot make the catch. That falls on the warning track, hustling around third base Mesa. He'll score. On to third base goes Jazz Chisholm standing up. Chisholm had everyone thinking home run off the bat. It turns out to be an RBI triple that puts the shrimp on the board. It's now a 3-1 game in the top of the third. Turns out we would have to wait another inning for a home run with one out in the top of the fourth. Brian Miller drew a walk next to the plate. Stone Garrett. And the 2-1. Swung on and hammered high, deep in the air to left field. Rutherford racing back, still racing all the way to the track, to the wall, it's gone. Stone Garrett has changed everything in one swing for the Jumbo Shrimp. A two-run homer to Jacksonville's bullpen in left center, and that has tied this game at three in the top of the fourth. What a big lift there provided by Stone Garrett, a career-high 14th home run, and we would hear from him later on in the ball game. In the fifth inning, Victor Victor Mesa had a double to right field that was misplayed by the right fielder Joel Booker, so that put him at third. Next man to the plate, Jazz Chisholm. He would get Jacksonville in front. Two and two, now Battenfield on the brink of a big strikeout. Pitch, swing and a line drive, and a shallow right center falls in for a base hit. Mesa trots home. It's Jazz Chisholm that's put Jacksonville in front with an RBI single. It's now the Jumbo Shrimp four, and the Barons three. The Jumbo Shrimp have climbed all the way back. After trailing three-nothing, it's the Shrimp in front by a run, top of the fifth. Uh, just a 4-3 score at the moment. After that, Lewin Diaz had a single and the shrimp were thinking even bigger things. But after that, Joe, Joe Dunan flew into an 8-6-4 double play as Lewin Diaz would be out trying to advance to second base when Jazz Chisholm had already advanced to third base. So that would- put an abrupt end to Jacksonville's top of the fifth, but the shrimp carried a 4-3 lead, still had the starter Daniel Castano on the mound in the bottom of the fifth. But that was in an inning that started with a leadoff double by Blake Rutherford. Two batters later, a bunt single by Remillard put him in on the corners for the next hitter to the plate, Laz Rivera. Now the first pitch, Rivera swings and lines into right. For a base hit, as that just dropped in, and then Stone Garrett made a clean pickup right after it hit the grass, nearly trapped the baseball, but it is in for a base hit, and Laz Rivera ties this game at four with an RBI single to right field. So, we're getting an even score at that point, and then two batters later, Nate Nolan made it a Barron's lead at 5 4 with his infield RBI single. Then, next to the plate's cap, the rally would be Luis Valenzuela. Now it's Valenzuela. First pitch, runner goes for third. Here's a swing and a liner just in front of the runner. It goes in a left field base hit. Booker scores an RBI single by Luis Valenzuela. A very aggressive hit and run pays off for the Barons. And now it's 6-4 Birmingham in the fifth. After that, Daniel Cassano set down Luis Gonzalez uh, as he grounded into a force out to end the inning, and the Barons would not have any more offense the rest of the night, but for them, they thought they had all the hay in the barn at that point, leading 6-4, and the Jumbo Shrimp couldn't do anything in the sixth or the seventh inning, despite seeing Jazz Chisholm get a double in the seventh inning that put him just a home run shy of hitting for the cycle. In the eighth inning, Birmingham had Alec Hanson on the mound, a one of the top White Sox 30 prospects. He got the first two outs relatively easy. Joe Dunan and Brian Miller set down, but then it was Stone Garrett continuing a big night at the plate. With a double, he would take third on a balk, and that made it that much easier for Riley Mayhan to get the shrimp a run closer. Cody Hoyer warming up in the pen, their main closer. Fastball swing, a bouncing ball slowly up the middle. Rivera can't make the play. It's just under his glove and into shallow center field. Garrett scores, and now Jacksonville's to within a run. It's an RBI single by Riley Mayhan that makes it a 6-5 game, top of the eighth. Well, you heard in the call, Hoyer was warming up in the bullpen, and the Barons went right to him after that, bringing him in to face J.C. Milan, and Milan would hit into a force-out to promptly close the inning with the Barons still leading 6-5. Now, Birmingham, again, could not do anything in the 6th or the 7th against Vincenzo Aiello in the 8th inning. It was Alex Vezzi who took over and turned in a one 2 3 8th so he went to the 9th with Jacksonville still trailing by 6-5 score. Lead-off batter that inning, Adrian Nieto the veteran catcher for the shrimp started the inning with a single and then Jacksonville called upon a pinch runner to take over for him at first base as Anthony Seymour with his great speed took over at first and the speed would pay off in more ways for one than one for the jumbo shrimp when it was Victor Victor Mesa at the plates Anthony Seymour at first nobody out top of the ninth first pitch he shows bunts. he bunts it. Just off the mound to pick it up is Hoyer. He'll toss to first, but there's a wild throw. That goes all the way past the rain tarp, up the right field line. Seymour given away by Barry around third. He'll score. This game is tied at six in the top of the ninth. Victor, Victor Mesa on the play went all the way to third base as it was a 6 6 score. And you're thinking a runner at third with Mesa's great speed. You've got Chisholm, Diaz, Dunan up to the plate. This is exactly how the Jumbo Shrimp are supposed to take a 7 6 lead. Well. Give Hoyer a lot of credit. He struck out Jazz Chisholm, forced Lewin Diaz with the infield end to ground out to second base, and then Joe Dunan grounded out to first to close out the inning. But Fezio on the mound, bottom of the ninth, was unfazed. One, two, three, ninth. Let's go to the tenth. And that's where the jumbo shrimp would strike. Joe Dunan was the automatic runner at second base to begin the inning. He moved to third on a ground up by Brian Miller. And it should come as no surprise the game's hero once again would be the man from Sugar Land, Texas, Stone Garrett. Pitch, broken bat, slow roller to the third baseman, and the ball bobbled and misplayed by He Can't pick it up. Dunan scores, and Stone Garrett with an RBI single has pushed the shrimp in front. Seven six in the top of the ten. Well, maybe no cycle for Stone Garrett as he falls, just a triple shy of hitting for the cycle, but how about tying a career high with five hits? He drives in three runs and he gave the Jumbo Shrimp the advantage 7-6. Jacksonville would not score another run top of the 10th, so he went to the bottom of the 10th and he had to be wondering, okay, Vezzi has been basically perfect Working scoreless outings on the mound ever since he joined the Jumbo Shrimp from Jupiter. Could he continue that one more inning in this outing against the Barons? Tom Shea was the automatic runner at second. He had to stay right there because... Zach Rimelard struck out swinging. Laz Rivera flew out to right field, and then the Barons, instead of sending Joel Booker to the plate, the right fielder, they called upon one of their catchers and a veteran catcher at that, Alfredo Gonzalez. And he really made Vezia work, 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 even with two strikes, but the hard work would pay off for Vezia and the jumbo shrimp had all of their hard work pay off in this final moment. Two and two, Vezia deals. Swing and I miss strike three. Alex Vezia slams the door shut on the Barons, his last three innings were perfect and the Jumbo Shrimp, their last three innings of the plate, perfect as well. Storming back to defeat the Barons in 10 innings by the final score of Jacksonville 7, Birmingham 6 and now with 12 games left to go in this Southern League season, the Jumbo Shrimp are only one game out of first place in the second half South Division standings. An important win. The Jumbo Shrimp finally make up the ground they have been fighting to make up pretty much all throughout this road trip, trailing Biloxi in the standings, and now that the Shuckers have lost five in a row, the Jumbo Shrimp pick a perfect time to get a timely win in 10 innings. Again, the final score of the Shrimp, seven, and the Baron six, and also this series is even at a game apiece, and the Shrimp will have a chance to make it a winning road trip and back-to-back series victories and the road trip and overall three straight if they can pick up a win coming up tomorrow night but for the jumbo shrimp on this Thursday as we're st- or on this Wednesday it's now Thursday for all of you back on the first coast still in the final hour of Wednesday here in central time Took 10 innings with the Jumbo Shrimp, scored 7 runs on 15 hits, no errors. Jacksonville left 8 men on base and also the Shrimp, 4 for 13, batting with runners in scoring position. The Barons, 6 runs, 11 hits, 2 errors in the ballgame. Birmingham left 8 men on base, especially early. They had so many chances to really blow it open early, but could not, and they were 6 for 17, batting with runners in scoring position. This game decided by the bullpens, of course, as Hoyer took the loss, allowing the Go-ahead two runs for the Jumbo Shrimp, the tying run in the ninth, and a go-ahead run and the eventual winning run in the tenth. Both of those runs, by the way, were unearned, even though it was his throwing error that set up the tying run in the ninth. Alex Vezia, the win. Three innings, nothing allowed by him. Really terrific work done by him and Aiello and Daniel Castano. Again, he may have had his toughest outing of the season, allowing six runs and 11 hits, but at times he got some critical outs to end potential even more crooked numbers for the Barons in the early going. We were delayed at the start by 54 minutes due to rain, and then this ballgame went 3 hours and 13 minutes. It was played in front of 3,122 fans here at Regents Field, and in the final innings of this ballgame, the loudest fans in the ballpark were not cheering for the Birmingham Barons. They were cheering for the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. So whether that's friends, whether that's family, whether it's some Duval transplants here in the Yellowhammer State, we say the biggest thank you, and I know the ball club says the biggest thank you as well because in the late innings, it kind of got to be a raucous atmosphere the fans who spoke up were loud and they were loud in their support for the jumbo shrimp this evening so we certainly thank all of them the reason this is such a big win because again as we take a look at the scoreboard biloxi lost yet again to the biscuits four straight for them in that series and overall the shuckers have lost five in a row after they had won 10 straight games and tonight's final from montgomery as we look at the scoreboard it was the biscuits a 6-5 winner of the Shuckers. Other finals around the league, it was Mobile, a 12-4 winner over Chattanooga. Also, the Jumbo Shrimp, the last opponent they faced, Tennessee Smokies, they were able to complete a game that had been suspended due to rain yesterday. It was scoreless in the fourth when they picked it up, and Jackson eventually won 2-0 in that contest. Also, 7-3 in the final score in the nightcap for the Generals, so a very winning Wednesday for the Generals over Tennessee. And the other score, it was Pensacola winning 8-2 over Mississippi. Jumbo Shrimp Parent Ball Club, the Miami Marlins had another tough loss as part of their road trip to Atlanta. 5-0 was the final score as Caleb Smith took the loss. Ronald Acuna Jr., another big home run, as well as a home run by Adani Echafria in that game. The Braves and the Marlins will close out their series coming up tomorrow. Night as Mike Soroka will get the start. He's 10 and 2 at 2.41 ERA. He'll be opposed by Marlins All-Star Sandy Alcantara. He's 4 and 11, 4.35 ERA. And then again tomorrow, the plan is for the Jumbo Shrimp to close out this road trip to have Jose Ureña on the mound, possibly to start. We'll have to wait before first pitch to get that final confirmation from Shrimp Manager Kevin Randall, but. Urania is scheduled to throw an inning plus tomorrow here in Birmingham, and then Trevor Rogers will be on the mound. He's 1-1 at 270 ERA. We do know that it will be left-hander Tanner Banks on the mound. He's 2-7 at 4.80 ERA. Scheduled first pitch, hoping that Mother Nature does not make an appearance tomorrow. 8.05 Eastern, we hope to hit the radio with all of you, starting at 7.50 p.m. with our pregame show, Shrimp on Deck, featuring part two of my conversation with Marlins president of baseball operations, Michael Hill. We appreciate Derek Jeter for joining us on the pregame show tonight. Then after that, the Jumbo Shrimp will bust home through the night to the baseball grounds. And on Friday, welcome in those Bay Bears for a six game and five day series from Friday to Tuesday. To get tickets, go online at jackshrimp.com. Special thank you to the Birmingham Barons for everything tonight and their hospitality here at Regents Field, especially to their director of broadcasting and southern league hall of famer kurt bloom the radio voice of the barons we thank him for his help as well as his media relations assistants jason lowenthal and matt harvey thanks to scott kornberg who does a masterful job running the jumbo shrimp media relations department for his help in getting prepared for this game and thanks to the iron man roland stam he got to the studio about 7:15 on a wednesday he's gonna leave the studio um, about 12 30 12 40 AM on a Thursday, but Roland the Iron Man back at the studio, he has produced all 128 games, really tested tonight, but he did a terrific job producing this game and keeping up with all the highlights we've seen, we saw in this ball game between the Jumbo Shrimp and the Barons. For everybody with the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp and the Jumbo Shrimp Network, this is Roger Hoover thanking you, the fans, for listening in. Whether you were here at the ballpark in Birmingham or listening in wherever you were, you were part of something special tonight as the Jumbo Shrimp not only got a win in the face of adversity, but finally had a win that correlated with a loss for Biloxi to now put the shrimp within a game of first place with 12 games left to go. You're not going to want to miss any of the final 12 that are coming up, including the final six that are coming up at the baseball grounds. So if you enjoyed what you heard tonight, get ready because it's only going to get crazier and a lot more fun from this point on until tomorrow for us still in the central time zone, but until later on this Thursday for all of you back home in Duval County, have a safe rest of your evening. The shrimp win in 10 innings, 7-6, the final from Birmingham. Until then, so long, everyone. Get some sleep.